Welcome to another NY Just Fans podcast with hosts Davin, Sharman, and Chris. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast as we got another episode. We is in week four. Um, oh, Lord. Uh, Sharman, I'm going to start it off with you this episode. So, you know the coach done smacked the Jets 36-7. to uh, Just a quick detail on what, on what happened um, and why, why they wasn't successful to fight. Oh, man. I mean... Just a continuation of uh, of the last couple of weeks, uh, a total um, expose on how untalented and uh, um, the, the 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 team is, and how bad the coaching staff is on on a whole. Um, there's no answers for any of the problems that they're having. There's so many layers to how what why the Jets are so bad. And I think every layer was exposed. I think um, I think Sam wears the scars of the bad offensive line that he had last year on him right now. He has happy feet. The internal clock is going way too quickly. He's not calm in the pocket, and he breaks the pocket too quickly. Uh, then... He's he's missing guys wide open. He's he's um, he's locking onto reads, and he's not getting off them quickly enough. Um, there's so much going on on that front. Then we all know about the history, um, the injury um, injury situation. Anybody that's talented at any position on the Jets has been injured. So any little help that Sam could get, he's not getting any. He's getting subpar talent basically. Um, same thing on defense. Uh, I mean, it, it's just, it's just when it rains, it pours basically. And then to compound everything that's happening to this organization, the coach is not helping. The coach, the coach is not helping. He's exposing his team to just more than they could bear at the moment. And um, I, I, I mean, I'm, you know, I hate being. You know, I hate following the crowd, but the, the, to me at this point, the crowd is correct. Uh, Gates needs to go, you know, in the midst of all this situation, knowing what we know, that the team is not that talented. You know, you have to think outside the box, and there's not a lot of outside-the-box thinking on a positive note. You know, um, there just, just, just for an example, the first play out of the game was kind of a boot action by Sam play action and uh, and kind of he kind of boot out uh, to I think it was to the left and uh, two I think it was two vertical routes one was a corner route one was a post and then there was nothing backside or in the flat um, the player on the backside was Cager instead of Cager coming towards the play side because normally when a play where there's boot boot action the player from the from the 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 backside of the play normally comes into the quarterback's vision, basically making himself himself available. Instead, he ran an out route going the other way, which makes absolutely no sense. It's either Kaja didn't understand what Sam was what what play Sam was gonna call, which is both on Sam and Gase's fault, and on Kaja also. I mean, but it just shows you the lack of coaching there. Um, the, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. Almost everywhere on this team, there's this huge mistakes being made by players. I, 
So you have to count it not only on the players not executing what they're supposed to be doing, but the coaches not communicating enough with them what they're supposed to be doing. That is, I'm sorry, but that's just how it is. So at this point in time, this is what it is. We are trying to evaluate what, which players on this team should be moving forward uh, with the Jets. That's, that's just it. Because at the end of the day, there's, you know, there's no save in this season, you know, especially if this Thursday against the Broncos <laughs> lose to a basically depleted team where most of their talented teams are either on, uh, players are either on IR or, or, or just injured a front, uh, uh, an offensive line where they, they've been so bad, a quarterback that hasn't started any, any NFL games, I think. I don't think Rippin has started any NFL games. He's thrown I mean, nine balls in his career so far. Oh, my God. So <laughs> if, if the Jets could if, – if they could play badly against that team and lose, that's a team – I mean, watch the 49ers game, and the 49ers were bad. They had so many injuries, but overall, they still a very talented team. The Broncos, in my opinion, is kind of the same way. They're they're very injured, but there's a lot of talent here. You know, I think Noah Fant, who is a a, a pretty scary sight for the Jets because their linebacker linebacking call is horrible. <laughs> could take if 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 uh, Ali Cox from the Colts could could tear them apart. Imagine what Frank could do. So anyway, um, I mean, it's, it was just, it was just bad. And at this point, like I said, um, it's just an evaluation situation. I don't see how the season could be saved. I know uh, I, I don't want to, you know, be the bearer of bad news, but I guess, you know, I'm not the first one saying it. Uh, everybody knows it. The case has to go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I think uh, he's basically a lame duck coach at this point. Like you said, there's no saving this this season. Um, I, I mean, when you look at the the schedule, there's I don't see any wins. I mean, maybe Miami. We played them twice. Maybe we could beat them once tonight. I mean, to me, this is you got to win tonight. I mean, there's no excuse not to win tonight. Like you said, there's a kid throwing, going to be his first start in his career. He's thrown nine balls in his whole career. He's the nephew of Mark Rippon of the Redskins, but um, this, this team is banged up just as much as us, maybe even more because they have more talent than us. Um, it, it's just, it, it's ridiculous what, what we're seeing. And what we're seeing really is just a combination or a, a yeah, a combination of, of the last, what, five years, six years of bad drafting and bad free agent signings over the last five years with our last two GMs, okay, between Mac and Idzik. The two of them, I mean, think about their drafts, right, over the last five years or so, and who's left out of that? Not not on our team, but I'm saying in, in the league itself. It just shows you how bad they have drafted this team, and that's how you build a team is through the draft. That's what um, Joe Douglas is going to try to do is rebuild this team through the draft. And – you could tell he's. You could tell that the team is just. It's going to be turned over again because he turned over this team more than half the players in one year. That just shows you what 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 they had last year. They had nothing last year, and this year it looks just as bad. 
So he's probably going to turn it over just as much. Like you said, this year is going to be evaluating the players that, okay, are these guys, you know, can these guys stick around for the long haul? Is this somebody who we're going to, you know, build a team around? I mean, obviously Becton is one, you know, Crowder on offense, you know, we're hoping Sam that, that to me is the biggest question with Sam. It has Sam, it does the team still think Sam is the right guy to be the quarterback? You know, are they going to go cut you off for a second, Chris? Sure. With the, with the <laughs> Sam Donald. Um, Cause I was going to say this. Um, I, I feel like I feel like Gaze is is uh, holding Donald back from progressing. Look at look at look at um, Tannehill for example. The man then left and and got a starting job, and the man is freak. Now the man is actually higher than average. <laughs> right. You know, with the with the Titans, and it's fucking terrible. No, I felt I, like Gaze was Gaze probably you know held back uh, Tannehill from from doing what he needs to do. I know it's all about the coaching and everything, but if you really look at it, I, I really think Gaze got really something to do with uh, making Darnold step back instead of stepping him forward. And we saw it from Sunday's game with with the uh, with the way none of the coaches came to Darnold and tried okay. to at least you know. To say, listen, you know, get your either get your shit together or we here for you, and that sucks. Here's yeah, that's some someone's up with that too. We got to talk about the fact that nobody's really the, the 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 look on the sideline. It's almost like everybody's lost faith in everybody, and nobody's talking to anybody. Everybody's just anybody talking to Donald at all. Coaches, yeah. players, nothing, which yeah. I think is ridiculous. You know, someone's got to talk to him. I mean, or he should go talk to somebody. So I'm not saying it's their fault. it's everyone's fault. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And now I think the big question here for the rest of the season is going to be, is Darnold the quarterback of the future for this, for this team and the franchise? Does- I, 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 I would like to see him. I would like to see him have one season without gays to see, and, and maybe a little bit of a better, better talent wide receivers and, and the, and the running back. You know, not not to say about Bell. Um, we don't know if we're going to have Bell after this season, but I would like to see it without Gaze and, thing, and with a new system. Here's the thing. If we end up with the number one pick, with the number one pick, which it looks like we're headed towards, right? Correct. I mean, if, we had a, if we get that number one pick, the, it's, it's starting already with should we draft Trevor Lawrence because he's going to be mm-hmm. the number one pick, right? Now, does the Jets say, okay, we think Sam is good enough to be a, you know, franchise quarterback? And we're going to stick with him. And then with that pick, you're going to trade it away and you're going to get a boatload of picks. God knows how many picks we'll get for that pick because Lawrence mm-hmm. is going to be special or, you know, what the experts say he's going to be special. Correct. So, or do the Jets say, okay, you know what, Sam might be pretty good, but Lawrence is just too good to, to not take. And we're going to take him. And I think that's going to be the big question. Like Sam's got to show that not only can be decent, but he could be very, very good. That's what he's got to show. That mm-hmm. listen, guys, I'm I'm very good, regardless of the crap that you're giving me to throw to, because that's that to me is the bigger <laughs> thing more than Gase. To me, it's because he's got no talent whatsoever Correct. to throw to, right? I mean, hopefully by the end of the year we'll get you know Crowder's coming back this week. So with Crowder coming back, hopefully we get Mims in a few weeks. Hopefully we get Vincent Smith as well. And hopefully the tight ends get more involved and they actually catch a ball when something's thrown to them. So I, I think it's, it's a combination. I'm not, trust me, I'm not giving Gates a, a break. I mean, he's definitely, he should, go, he should be gone yesterday. But 
the the point is that they have no talent on this team. So it's hard to, I think, really look at Sam and go, okay, yeah, he stinks or he's really good because it's hard yeah. because there's just no talent. There's no talent, especially right. at the receiver. It's it's horrible right now. But you know what? Joe Douglas is is our GM, and this is and and I think he'll play the cards in order to get rid of Donald. I think I think he can maybe pull the two trade, maybe a second and a fourth maybe a second and a third. Who knows? Right. You know, Joe Douglas played the hell of a card. If he got rid of Leonard Williams for two picks and got a big-ass long haul for Jamal Adams, you know, then then I'm, I'm going to believe in Joe Douglas and whatever he does, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to bash him until we see the results of what, what happens. Yeah. I'm, that's I'm the funny to see what happens. That's the craziest, know. that's the craziest conversation here, right here, you know, and, um, the, the the fact that we're 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 to the point where we're basically having conversations of uh life after Donald is ridiculous. The extent of how how, how the extent of how far regressed that he he ha, he looks and has showed in twenty in, in this I mean this year is ridiculous. It makes no sense, you know? And that has so much to do with the coaching. It has, to me, most of it, almost everything has to do with the coaching, you know. That, uh, um, that, uh, Davin made a point to, to talk about the fact that, you know, the, the former players that were with Gates before and how they shined after playing with him. Well, it's very simple. If you, at, you can't take a player and make him comfortable in what he does best, and then accentuate what he doesn't do better, then you're not a coach and you're not a leader. That's what you're supposed to do as a coach. And around the league, you find players that are not as good and not as talented as Sam Donald. But you know what happens? The coaching staff takes what he does very well and basically makes him comfortable by accentuating those things and then taking the rest of it and aiding him in it, basically creating a situation where their quarterback is comfortable in that offense. You don't create an, 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 an offense outside of a quarterback and then bring it to him and try to make him mold into your system. No, it's supposed to be the other way around. And that's why this guy is failing us. That's why the Jets are failing. Unfortunately, that's why he's failed Sam Donald. And that and that's what separates the really good, the great coordinators and the ones that aren't so great. And you could just see that any great coordinator does exactly what you're saying. Says, okay, I got this guy and I got the, these receivers. Okay, this is the offense we have to run to get the most out of these players. And I don't think Gase does that. You know, you you give Gase the best possible team like he had in Denver. He had a, a stacked offense. Yeah, I mean, anybody could coach that, right? But, you know, with his offense, yeah, it's going to work there because you have a basically a coach on the field with Peyton Manning anyway. But that's why he looks so good there. But other than that, he hasn't looked good. Mm-hmm. All right. And last but not least, um, I think I think we, we – I think us Jets fans know the talent Donald has from that great – from that great escape, nice pass to Barrios on that – on the only touchdown play – you know, but I just think if he if he gets a, a better a better coach 
I feel that he they sky's the limit, you know. Like I said, if Tannehill is doing good with the Titans right now, I feel like if Sam Darnold would have would have that chance with with nice talent, sky's the limit for Darnold, man. Just it's sad. It's sad that we have to deal with uh the Brandon, I'm gonna call him the coach of Brandon Marshall, a jinx. <laughs> Cause that's what he is. He's a jinx. He's like Brandon Marshall, and I'm not going to talk about that today. But y'all know how I feel about that. <laughs> but at least Marshall yes. produced well, you know, like he I might mean, have been he produced, but the man never went to the playoffs, and that's a jinx. <laughs> yeah, no, he's definitely a jinx. But at least he produced while he was here or wherever he was, you know. Yeah, I, get I guess. That. Yeah, you get credit when credit is due, I guess. But well, since since we. Uh, uh, so the next question before we uh, get the score predictions for the Broncos Jets game: uh, If the Jets lose tonight, is Gaze gone tomorrow? Uh, he no. should be, but I don't think I don't know. I think it's too early. I don't know. I, I kind of feel like it's going to be at the end of the year, towards the end, like maybe at the bye. If it's not at the bye, then it's going to be at the end of the year. But uh, I, I don't think so. We have to ask ourselves. We have to ask ourselves what the what the right thing to do, right? You know, not not the justified thing to do, <laughs> the right thing to do, because justifiably they should be gone, right? But the right thing to do is to, you know, shake a few trees, shake a few branches, see what fruit falls out in on the back end of things by the front office, to see if you could get a little, you know. You know, uh, a little conversation here and there with uh, a little couple of whispers in the backyard, you know, without anybody noticing, <laughs> you know, of some prominent uh, offensive coordinators or, or, or coaches to be, and then just let the season do what it do. And, and then implement whatever plan you worked out at the end of the season, you know, so that then you have a, a whole off season to like insert your coaching, your brand new coaching staff. You know, I think that's what I think that's what should be done. But you know, that, let's make let's make it clear that the the Jets have never fired a coach in house uh, in season before, so I don't think they would start now either. You know, my my predictions. I know my predictions are weird as shit, um, but I still think he's gone after tonight. It all depended on what the score is going to be. If it's okay. a blowout like how it was against the Colts, which was a terrible game. And had Xavier Rhodes look like the all-star Pro Bowl cornerback from the Vikings, then I can see him. I can see him being gone tomorrow, no matter what the situation is. Our season is low, is gone already, and the season is is not even middle of the middle of the pack. We're not even in the middle of the pack, and the season is gone for us. You know, you know so I think if if the fans were, if it was a normal year where the fans were in the stands, I think I would a hundred percent agree with you because. They would be, they would have been killing this team at the in the home games without a doubt. Like tonight, if they started off bad, let's say if another pick six, God forbid, or you know any kind of turnover early or three and out, the fans would have been booing like crazy. Number one and number two, probably a lot of them wouldn't even be going. Hey, like yeah, I agree with that. But and, and you know, at the same, <laughs> but at the same time, like. Last year we started. Donald had mono, and did they started out zero and four? Was it zero and three? And they got a they got got a win. I'm not I'm not too sure, but you know when you when you you know as as we rebuilding, you're you're expecting the team at least have some kind of fight. 
do better. We got blown out three games in a row, Chris. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you, who wants to get blown out all season? You know, not not Joe Douglas. You know, uh, I don't know about Christopher Johnson because he loves gays. But <laughs> you know, I just I just don't I, I just feel like if it's a blowout and 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 it's very uncomfortable. And the same thing happens with Darnold not talking to the coaches or the coaches not and the players not talking to each other. Then something needs to happen here. It's, something needs to happen. And you know what? And I, I think Christopher Johnson or the GM, Joe Douglas, one of them or both of them should have went down and spoke to this team and had like a team meeting with the players and everything. And be like, guys, listen. And did I think it was – wasn't it last year when, when um, they came down and said, listen, Gase is our guy, he's our coach and all that? That's what he yeah, should Yeah, it was Christopher said, Johnson. Yeah, he should have said, listen, I'm not firing anybody. So this is it. This is what we got. These are the players we got. Yeah, there's some guys are hurt that are coming back. But you know what? This is it. So start, you know, give some kind of inspirational speech, something. But I don't mm. see that from nowhere, like top to bottom. I see nothing. No players doing that. No coaches, no owner, no GM, nothing. It's like mm. it's lifeless from top to bottom in, in this organization. It's but reali- real- realistically, what would that do, though? This is the thing. It's like it's not, it's not completely looking at the team. It's not like they're completely uninspired on the field. You know, they're just, like they just suck. No. No, that's it, true. They, they do suck. They just suck. It's no, like, I you, it's like regular stuff. Like, like people are just not tackling. There's like, I think the Jets lead the league in missed miss tackles. People, and it's not like they're not trying. They are, but they just suck. But they how many they can't cover? There's no wide receivers. Their linebackers is like slow. Like the slowest guys I've ever seen play. I don't think they're getting up, celebrating something, even if they make a tackle, anything. Like they score, you know, like it's like, yeah, it's no big deal. And like like we just said, on the sideline, you mess up. You would think the the coordinator would come over to Donald or one of the players, the receiver, like, oh man, I I ran the wrong route or, all right, we'll we'll get him next time. Nothing, nothing. So uh, something's got to get done. To me, that Mm. shows no leadership, no heart, no nothing. Nothing. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. Let's let's move. Let's move on. Uh, score. Let's get the score predictions for the Broncos just tonight. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say they're going to win because they can't lose this game. They can't lose to a third string quarterback making his first career start after only nine throws, and they're banged up as well. So mm. they have to win. Have to. If they don't win, then I'm going to agree with you. They're going to fire them. So okay. I'm going to okay. say they're going to win. I'll, I'll say thirty-one ten. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Sorry to have Sean. I'm gonna lose, bro. Yeah. I. 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 I'm. I'm. I'm gonna go out on that same limb again. Well, there's two of us out on that limb now. So, uh, Chris, let's make sure it don't break. Uh, you know. But I'll go. I'll go with. Uh, I'll go with seventeen ten. Yeah. Uh, until until they could prove it to me, which I which I thought they was wasn't going to score a touchdown. They only scored one touchdown, but the score almost was the was was my prediction. But um, I'm I'm still I I think the Jets will lose. Uh, no pass rush, and it's and it keeps showing over and over and over again that they can't get to the quarterback. It's killing me now. That between that and running, running across, running to the middle, it's killing me. I don't until until they make some kind of progress 
which uh, which we know is not going to happen because gay, gays don't make the adjustments. Um, I have the Broncos winning twenty four to ten. The the the, the rookie, the, I guess the rookie or the, the young kid is gonna is gonna at least throw at least two touchdown passes, and they and Lindsey might have him a great night tonight if Lindsey is playing. So that's I'm going with the Broncos. I don't have no faith in the Jets right now. So there you go. Yeah, so let's let's move let's move along to some NFL uh real quick. Titans and the Steelers. Uh game was postponed to later in the year due to COVID. Um positive tests and COVID. Uh Chris, uh man, um could you could that could that be could the could that be a warning for the players to maybe stay stay where they at and you know to try to to try to at least keep the season going? Yeah, I mean, I would hope so. I, I hope the other teams look at this and say, you know what, we better really be careful. We gotta, we can't take this lightly because something like this is going to happen, you know? I mean, obviously somebody on the Tennessee team messed up, whether it was a player or someone in personnel like coach or whatever, but somebody screwed up. Uh, that hasn't really come out yet, so we're going to find out. So far, I don't think any Minnesota players tested positive, so that's a good thing. Um, but I think another player today and another personnel member uh, tested positive for Tennessee and the ones that tested positive, they said they were getting flu symptoms. So, you know what, this is no joke. And I think these players, hopefully that they, they realize this by seeing this and say, you know what, we can't, you know, we can't let this, we can't let this happen to our team. You know, a, a team like Kansas city, uh, Pittsburgh, you know, like the really good teams, they got to really start thinking like, wow, you know, we got to be extra careful. And I think the teams that are extra careful that, that are going to take this as serious as they can are the ones that are going to do well, you know, cause like, you know, we joke around, you know, I think we, we texted it before, you know, basically you can't make up these games, you know, you got one bye week so you can only really make up one game, you know, the other times it's, there's no double headers like there are in baseball where you can make games up and, and all that. It's, it is what it is. You, you, you might, if this keeps happening, you might have teams that don't even play the full 16 games. So it's um, let's just hope this is a one-time thing and um, and everybody's gonna be all right and nobody else tests positive after this. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think before the season started, uh, we we kind of uh, said that we would have at least one episode like that, where uh, kind of mirroring what happened in in baseball. And and you guys were right. I mean, you know. There's always going to be one knucklehead that's going to do something. I mean, that's what it seems like to me. You know, somebody went somewhere or they or a group of guys went somewhere they weren't supposed to or something like that, you know. I mean, I mean, trying to keep a, a lid on a, a huge organization like the NFL is almost is the most impossible thing you could think of, you know. So, so inevitably that would happen, you know, um, but – Though, you know, I hope they could contain that and let it be just this game and this organization and then move on from there. And everybody is wiser for, you know, for what just happened to the Titans. I agree to it. And and not only of that, uh, the NFL did threaten to take the draft picks from from uh, teams. If yeah, the coaches don't start wearing the masses now, I don't. I don't know how to. I don't. I guess. I guess they might. They. I guess they don't have no other choice but to wear the masses, huh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's if you know what you could find them all you want. I don't think that would have done anything. 
because, you know, the owners got so much money they could care less. But I think when you start taking draft picks away, that's when these teams are going to wake up and say, all right, guys, put these masks on or wear the, the neck gator thing or do what uh, Andy reads, you know, with the face shield. I think, uh, you know, you got to do something because if that's what the league wants you to do, just do it, you know, to, to, I know they're all testing everybody. So to me, it makes no sense to wear the mask on the field because everybody's been tested, but I guess that's just extra, you know, precaution and everything, but just do it, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's, let's go. Uh, Charmin, why did the Texans didn't sign Earl Thomas? I know they was in talks and he went over there to work out. Why, why they didn't bring in Earl Thomas? <laughs> oh man. Um, you know, this is this there's there's so much to the to to the Earl Thomas thing. I mean, the fact that you the fact that you even talking about bringing Earl Thomas in after probably two of the most prominent teams in the NFL basically uh, threw him out of their locker rooms is kind of crazy in my opinion. You know, I mean, I know how talented he is, but it just seems like the guy does not want to toe the line anymore. It's it's almost like he's been reading too much of, you know, too much uh, articles on how great he is, and he's you know he's smelling himself to the point where now he doesn't understand that as every great safety gets older and they don't have the speed that they used to, they can't take chances anymore. They instead you have to kind of assimilate yourself into the into the the defense and play within the system. You know, cheating as a safety is something that that young, very uh, physically gifted safeties do. And the older you get and don't have the speed, there's no cheating because you can't recover in fast enough. You're playing against kids that are fresh and could run twice as fast as you. (laughs) It's impossible to beat them, you know. You beat them with your smarts, and 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 apparently the guy does not want to study anymore, and he just wants to go out there and. You know, so I don't, I, I think, I think I want to give credit to our friend Bill O'Brien, the GM. Uh, but Chris, is that going a little too far? <laughs> That's probably going <laughs> too bad. Someone must have got, got to him and said, listen, let's not even waste our time with this guy, you know? But yeah, that, it has to be something, you know, either that or him telling them that he doesn't have any kind of, uh, you know, just, inkling to even play for them. But yeah. I, and I, but I also think it's, it's, I think teams see like there's enough dirt on this guy. Number one, he's had issues on Seattle. He's had issues here in Baltimore, in Baltimore, not here in Baltimore, but he had issues in Baltimore too. And you know what? And his play is not good anymore. You know, he's maybe middle of the road, if that as a safety. So uh, is it worth it? Probably not. You know, if he was a good guy and he didn't have all those issues, probably, yeah, that they'd probably take a shot. But I don't think he's good enough to really risk anything. You know, I, the Texans are still, you know, think that they're going to be fighting for a playoff spot later on. So I don't think they want to take a shot with this guy doing something stupid that might cause them from, you know, trying to get into the playoffs. So they probably just figured it, it's just not worth it. Yeah, well, the, well, uh, to be honest, right, 
um, what exactly what happened was that the um, um, Bill O'Brien said something about how um, the NFL basically shut down all uh, all um, visits, team visits, because of they, they're trying to rework their um, their work their procedures, you know, amid the the, the COVID nineteen you know um, right. pandemic. You know that that's exact. That's 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 the honest to God truth of what happened. But come on, guys. You know, you could you know you could say that is the truth. But but I mean, pointing out for the for a reason why somebody as talented and as you know as good as he's been all his career is still sitting at home. I mean, come on, man. Is anything we've said false? No, it, it, it's not. You know, every there's a reason why he's sitting at home. And everything we pointed out is the truth. It's true. Mm, right. Um, let's let's uh, before we before we get into our uh, week three reviews. Uh, play player of the week. Um, who 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 y'all thought had a great performance on week three? Um, who would you go with, Chris? Wow. This is... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Um, I, I think it was, and it was, a, it was in a statement game as well was the chiefs and uh, you got to go with Mahomes. He's just, he's just amazing. And Monday night was, uh, was a, was a night for one of those teams to make a statement to say, okay, we're the best team in the league. If we're going to, if we're going to meet again in the playoffs, it's coming through my house, you know, and I think Kansas city said, okay, you know, if you want to get to the Super Bowl, you got to get through us. And Kansas City once again beat the Ravens. I think they beat it. This is the third time in the last yep. four years or three years. And Jackson is 0-3 against them now, I think. So, uh, and Mahomes is just amazing. I mean, that guy is just unreal. I mean, Baltimore's got a pretty good defense. And he just, he dropped 34 points on him like it was nothing. So Yeah, he made, he made that whole defense look like trash. I yeah. mean, he, like and that, that. that <laughs> That you're right. No, they're not. They have <laughs> immense talent in a lot of positions. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just no. that the, the 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 Chiefs' offense is just, you know, <laughs> they're just that good. Um, yeah, I was going that the same guy, man. I mean, I can't, you know, I I wasn't. That's that's who I was going to point out. You know, that performance was just way too much, man. Because we all sat down to watch that game because we thought it was going going to be competitive, right? Uh, no. Nope. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, who's your Who's your uh, player of the week, Sharman? He's just no. the same guy every week. Yeah, that's what I said. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Hey, I, I was don't even ask say him. Something him right? Don't even ask him. Right? <laughs> don't even ask him. Five touchdowns. I, yeah. No, I was gonna take him, but I figured, you know what? I'll Sharman wants him, so <laughs> I, I gotta pick some. So I gotta think, but he's. To be honest, though, he was the player of the week. He's oh, he's on another level, man. Yeah. He's right now. He's just on another level. Yep. He's, um No doubt. Um, it should have been six touchdowns if Metcalf didn't uh, think that he's on a stroll on a, oh, on yeah, a nice right. brisk day, walk into the end zone and get the ball punched out of his hand. Uh, but that's just to show you how dangerous this guy is, man. And and no no pun intended. <laughs> Yeah, um, I had a couple of choices, but uh, two of them, two of them lost. Uh, one of them was uh, Justin Jefferson. He had a big game against the Titans. Oh yeah, he had a big Shout game. Out. 
uh, Camara, Camara on the receiving end, Lord Jesus, um, mm -hmm. he did his thing. But my player of the week is going to go with uh, Devontae Adams' uh, replacement, uh, Alan Lazard. Uh, <laughs> six catches, 146 re uh, receiver yards and a touchdown catch. You know, um, Darren Rodgers, you know, we talked about him not having the receivers and – he then looked like the Packers are, you know, setting us up. So shout out, shout out to them. Um, the funniest thing about that, Davin, is that that's that same guy was on the team last year. <laughs> yes, exactly. He, and we never heard of him, but now we're hearing of him. I mean, I guess Apparently, it takes a whole season. Yeah, you go. <laughs> it takes a whole season to progress. But uh, shout out, shout out to the Packers, though. Um, I guess let's let's do a, let's do our, uh, quick reviews before our predictions. Uh, I, oh man, I guess let's start off with the Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins beating the Jags, the Shock, uh, 31-13. Good defense. They played really well on defense, man. And uh, of course, you can't go without mentioning the fact that uh, Fitz Magic was in town. You know, you know, you know. We all know that that when he shows up like that, when he's fitting balls into tight windows and stuff like that he he looks like an elite quarterback of course that only happens once or twice every year but <laughs> of course know. it was the week that we picked against them too so yeah <laughs> we all had jacksonville so we all kind of yeah. got that one wrong but yeah you know miami give my uh miami's a well-coached team so yes, they're they gonna have games like this you know i it's gonna be interesting when um when when Tua eventually plays if he does play i'm, I'm sure he's gonna play but I'm i'm looking forward to seeing him play yeah, agree to it. Um, the, the unbelievable fourth quarter comeback from Nick Foles. Bears win thirty to twenty six against the Falcons. I'm, I'm still, I'm I, to be honest, I'm still kind of shocked that they pulled uh, Trubisky this this soon. I mean, he was it was the out. best decision ever. I believe that. Trust me, I 100 percent agree with that. I'm just surprised that they did it because, I mean, the guy's two and zero. You know, give the guy credit, but. You know what? Atlanta is just finding different ways to lose every week, which is pretty Every sad. week. They every do have week. a good team, but. <laughs> and, and you guys remember where that defense for them for about three quarters of the season last, last, last year, that defense was non-existent. It's like they're back to doing the same thing. Yeah. They can't, and, they can't stop a nosebleed. And, and, and Falcons are horrible, but yeah. Um, and and that's uh, I, I still a good defensive guy. Yeah, I, 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 that's one of those things that I just can't explain. But um, back to the Bears, I, um, I just don't get in – like, I don't think I, – um, I think the coach said something about he, he, um, he just felt like uh, a Trubisky was not giving them a chance on third down. Well, if that's how you feel about your quarterback, yeah, sit him down. I mean, third down is all, is everything in the NFL. So if he, if he can't – give you a chance on third down. He needs to sit the hell down, you know, and you know, this magic guy from, you know, back in the day, that's what he does, man. He was in Philly. He did that in Philly. He does that, but yeah, can he, he continue? Can he actually be a starter and give you that game after game, after game, after game and stay, healthy. And stay healthy and stay healthy. Right. That's, <laughs> that's the big question. I mean, he yep. should have had more than three touchdown passes. I feel like he should have had four or five of them the way he was just laying it out on the table. Um, shout out to Nick Foles for the big window for Chicago. I'm, I'm very proud of the Bears uh, benching Trubisky and finally realizing what it is. Um, <laughs> well, so, and, and 
and just one more thing about that too is Quincy, if it wasn't hot, it's it's sizzling now because they're 0-3 and the way they're losing and they didn't make the playoffs last year either. So can you, they, Yeah, he might be done middle of the season. Yeah. Mm, very interesting. Um a, a good a good tight game. Uh Bills win by three, 35-32. Yeah, and and Buffalo had to come back after LA made a big comeback to take the lead late. Buffalo had to score late to win it. And this was another guy we could have used as our player of the uh, week, too, was Josh Allen. is just playing yep. great right now. I mean, yep. he's just playing unbelievable. And I think getting uh, Stephon Diggs helped, helped out a lot. Um, yes, sir. Team, man, we, we keep saying it, but this is a team definitely to look out for this year. Yeah, they across the board, just, just execution, coaching, playing, I mean, everything, man. Everything. They're doing everything well, man. And they went up against a team that really don't lose like that, not in those situations. They normally uh, give you everything they have. And they did. And the Bills were just a little better, man. And, uh, yeah, shout-out to Josh Allen. Yeah. Yeah, shout-out shout out to both teams for, for the incredible performance. Yeah, um, good too, man. They're a good, solid team, too. Yeah. 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 Uh, the Browns. Browns beat the Redskins 34-20. to 20. I mean, yeah, Finally. yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I, I, I'm still not hyped for them. Yeah. I don't know. Nope. It's, it's Baker it. Mayfield mostly, but, but Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt is so, is, is so good, you know, together, you know, that they making, that they opening up, to, they opening up for uh, Baker Mayfield right now. They, they just, I, I just don't understand it, man. They got so much talent and I mean, they had a problem, not that they, they didn't, barely beat them, but I don't know. Cleveland just doesn't impress me, and they got so much talent on that team. They definitely – I don't know about Baker after this year. Mm. Even in uh, a win, even in a win, I still, I still, yeah. in my opinion, don't see, you know, enough from him, you know, right. and, and yeah. that's kind of sad, you know. And, and the, the fact that his wide receivers are suffering from, I, you know, not, not playing well enough, um, and not catching the ball enough and stuff like that. I think that's, I think that's what worries me more than anything, you know. But um, you know, like yeah. you, like you guys said, we'll see. Yeah, exactly. Uh, tight, tight game. Uh, Titans three and zero, thirty-one to thirty against the Vikings in a very close game. And you know what? And you you brought up the receiver for the Vikings that you know Jefferson having a great game, but. How about uh, Giskowski for the Titans? Yes. We thought Six he was goals. Yeah, we thought he was finished after that first week, but he he was uh, – yeah, six field goals. That's what really won it for them. So, good for Tennessee hanging in that game. Sometimes you just have to have your guys back, huh? Yep. I mean, instead of just giving up on the guy, man, they held – and look, he came back the next, the following week and gave them six field goals. So, yeah. Um yeah, man. Uh, shout out to them. Like I, like they coached really well. They were a very well coached team. So they will do a lot of those. They'll win a lot of those games, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. And also Kirk Cousins. Uh, oh, what's going on with him and his performance so far this season? <laughs> no idea. No idea. <laughs> Five touchdowns, six interceptions so far. Fifty-nine percent completion. But he's a streaky player, and the thing I, with, I with, with the right, the thing with him is that he could be elite, and there's no joke. 
he could he could play a game where he will tear you apart, and then the next game he will throw in three interceptions and throw for ninety seven yards. So I don't know, yeah. man. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, Patriots uh, beat the beat the Raiders thirty six to twenty. Once again, Patriots are not dead yet. <laughs> as long as Belichick is there, he's gonna he's gonna get this team playing well. So um, I don't know if they're gonna win the division because I think Buffalo's got it now. But Patriots are gonna be right there with everybody. We'll find out this week. Who do they play this week? They play uh, Seattle. No. No, Miami. I think Seattle. Hold on. You said who the, the Patriots? Patriots? Yeah, who did the Patriots play this week? Ah, uh, the Patriots play. I, 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 I know the answer to this. I just, I, I for some that. reason can't. Oh, they play. They play the Chiefs. Yes. The Chiefs. Yeah. We're gonna see what the Patriots are made of this week. <laughs> yeah, man. So mm. I don't think they're gonna hang with Kansas City, but we'll see. I'm about to say, Belichick. yeah. Yeah, they they got a little they got a little toughy on them. They got the Chiefs, and then they got the Broncos and the 49ers and the Bills. So yeah, they got a they got a little tough schedule ahead of them for the yep. next few weeks. But shout out to but shout out to uh, Cam. Shout out to Cam. I'm not gonna say shout out to the Patriots, but shout out to Cam for the win. <laughs> yeah, Cam, Cam Cam is Cam is playing well, man. He's almost he, to me. He's, he seems like he's back to himself. Old Cam. Yeah, agree. Uh, 49ers blowout on the Giants, 36-9. Man, I, t- I tell you what, New York football is really bad this year between the Giants and the Jets. But, uh, yeah, Daniel Jones was not good. That offense just going nowhere without Barkley. And, you know, give the 49ers, uh, you know, a, give them a lot of credit, man. They have tons of injuries at receiver. They don't – they didn't have Kittle again. Uh, injuries at the running back position. Obviously, they're using a second round, a second, second string quarterback, and they're still playing great. I mean, I know they 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 just beat us and the Giants, but give them credit, man. They they just keep fighting and they're just playing well still. Yeah, yeah. and um, and I and I would be remiss if I don't point out the fact that that's just another quarterback su- uh, suffering from what I don't know what it is, man. Uh, Jones is, or oh, that's just Jones. You know, he's just a turnover machine at this point. Yeah, then uh, George Kittle was coming back against the Eagles. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, Samuel is uh, clear to return as well. So, they got some guys coming back on that offense. So, yeah, I guess we got to be on the lookout um, this this Sunday. Um, Bengals and the Eagles tied game 23. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'll say this. Peterson has to be on the hot seat now after this. You know what? The Super Bowl win and all that a couple years ago was great. But you know what? Horrible, horrible coaching. And I'm not – listen, Wentz is playing horrible too. So, And he's the key culprit in this whole thing. But another one, you talk about banged up. In practice today, one of the reporters reported that the Eagles had one wide receiver practicing today. That shows you how badly wow. they are. And it was only Greg Ward, <laughs> who we cut last year. So oh, that's good. <laughs> it just shows you how bad the Eagle receiver uh, group is as bad as us, where they just got to- so many injuries. But still, no excuse. You can't lose at home to the Bengals, to a rookie quarterback. You just can't. So I, I did, everybody's going to be on the hot seat, especially after this week, because I don't, I don't know if they're going to beat San Fran. So it, this is just ugly for Philly right now. 
And this is a team that, you know, a lot of people thought were going to go to the playoffs. Mm. They're not playing like it. Yeah, it's just a mess <laughs> at this point. Too, yeah. too much of a mess. Um, it's close game. Still, is week to Texas, 28-21. You know what? And I was I was watching a little bit of it, too, and I'm, I look at Pittsburgh, and they haven't – they haven't been – I don't think they're on – they're running on, you know, all eight cylinders yet, this team, because I think it, this team is going to be much better than what it's shown. Like, it's not – you know, I don't. I just don't see this dominating defense yet uh, or the high-octane offense with Roethlisberger throwing the ball everywhere. Um, but I think this team's going to get in gear eventually and really – you know, I mean, they are 3-0, and but you haven't, they haven't had that big impressive win yet you know, where they just destroyed a team. and But I, I see that happening, too. But uh, I, I give Houston credit, though, hanging in against Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, Houston was hanging in by, because of their quarterback. You know, he was having one of those games where he's just – he keeps escaping and escaping and escaping and escaping and creating magic, you know. But, but like you said, uh, the Steelers are just – they're not running on all cylinders yet which we expect that will uh, happen very soon. It's still three games into the season. So uh, I think that they'll be getting into gear sometime soon. Yeah. And then the next team they'll play, since we're not going to – their game got postponed, uh, they play the Eagles. <laughs> so, yeah, Chris, good luck with that. <laughs> um, Panthers and uh, Panthers beat the Chargers 21-16. to 16. Yeah, it kind of – it was kind of a shock. I think we all had uh, um, Chargers in that game. And, you know, we'll, we'll see. You know, like Carolina's got some talent. You know, we thought they were going to start off slow and, you know, maybe not be that great this year. But maybe maybe they'll get on a roll now after this win. Chargers got tons of talent too. and But, you know, again, they have their rookie quarterback now playing because uh, Taylor's got that punctured lung <laughs> from his own doctor. But, uh, yeah, so we'll see how this works out. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, the thing with, 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 with Carolina is I think they're, they're talented. They were a talented team. What we were saying was that they were, you know, they were a new, new head coach and knew everything. That's why they basically were going to be, uh, you know, slow to start and stuff like that. But uh, that was a that you know, like you said, I think I think that was all on the Chargers QB. You know, he's a rookie. I think there's going to be growing pains, of course. So yeah, I mean, but but yeah, an overall talent talent. The Chargers should have won that game because they're way more talented. I guess shout out to the Panthers for the win. Uh-huh. Well, yep. yeah, I guess it was a little surprising, but um, Buc- Buccaneers uh, dominated the Broncos, twenty-eight to ten. Yeah, we seen we said Tampa Bay would start off a little slow this year with Brady there, but they're they're starting to get into gear. So this is a team you got to watch out for going forward. And Denver is just banged up. They're young to begin with, and they're banged up on top of that. You know, now they got the third string quarterback going against us. So, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough season for them. Yeah, they banged up, man. Lost their lost their right tackle, so they'll have a backup right tackle playing us. Um, you know, they have uh, Casey Hampton, who they trade, they, they signed off in the offseason is on IR. They, they have injuries all over the place, man. And, um, and um, they, they just, you know, 
that the formula to win is not there yet. They, 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 you know, they just need a little bit more, you know, more juice uh, and a, a little less injured players. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what it is, man. I, the Buccaneers, like we said, the Buccaneers are going to, you know, they're going to, they have enough talent that they could roll over a lot of big teams, a lot of teams in the NFL. So, we'll yeah, see. yeah. Uh, th- this is the shock of the week. Uh, Lions beat the Cardinals 26-23. to <laughs> Yeah, I think we all had Arizona. This was definitely a shocker. Um, uh, Detroit's got to get some wins, too, to save their coach because he's, he's definitely – he was on the hot seat going into the year. So um, I, I was shocked that they lost, to be honest, because Detroit, that's another team that just finds ways to lose every week. But this week they found a way to win, so maybe they they could get on a roll somehow. Yeah, uh, maybe maybe they do. Maybe maybe uh, maybe they they will. But I don't know, man. I I think I think I I think uh, the Lions will. Unfortunately, I think they well. Uh, like I can't speak all of a sudden. I think that the Lions' offense will always give them a chance to win. You know, I think I think Kenny Galladay on that and that um, with with uh, with this other uh, weapons on offense. I think once they once they were all there on that offense, they were a pretty good combination. Uh, so they could they they could they will cause a lot of teams a lot of issues. But because of the performance of the defense on most weeks, unfortunately, they will lose more than they'll win. Well, shout out to the Lions for for, for a good win. Uh, Definitely. Um, Seattle, 38, Cowboys, 31. I'll tell you what, man. Seattle, uh, they're finally opening up the offense a little bit for Russell Wilson because now they got a couple of good receivers to throw to. And it's it's showing. You got Lockett and Metcalf, unbelievable receivers. You throw in Greg Olson as well at tight end. And that's some offense. Their defense is shaky. Like, I don't trust their defense too much. Definitely not the Legion of Boom anymore. Um, but Dallas, I mean, it, it's it seems like every week we're talking about these guys. Like, what is wrong? They score points. They're just not winning games. They don't know how to win a game. You know, like they're playing too much catch up. That's right. what the problem is. Look at Elliott. 14 carries, 34 yards. Ridiculous, horrible right. game. And but like you said, it's catch up all the time. Their defense is just not good either. But this is, you got they got to figure out ways to win. I mean, they got too good of a team on offense to, to waste it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know neither, Chris. <laughs> Only thing I can say is that this is this right here to me is just one of those things where I just scratch my head and then be like, why? Like how? Why is not <laughs> playing catch up? This is how we need to play catch up. They, but they, the, but they going back to 2019 season. But Davin, Davin, if your defense is that bad, right? Get if it. your defense is that bad, that all the time, that you constantly have to be digging yourself out of a hole because your defense can stop a nosebleed, then that's what the problem. That's what's gonna be the problem. But they're you not know, scoring they, enough points in the first half as well to keep playing. To yeah, keep playing they, that, that's also well. true. They, they, they. You're right. You're right. They've brought that. That oh we start we start flat attitude that they had from last year and mm-hmm. like we said last week Chris Chris said that it could be the fa- for the fact that they still have the same 
play caller that they had last year on their team. <laughs> I mean, not mm. to pick on the guy, but it doesn't make any sense that you bring in a new coach with a new system, but you bring in, you leave the same off, same play caller. Makes no sense. But hey, mm. you're scoring multiple points and and putting up and Dak is putting up a, a bunch of yards, but they're not winning games. Exactly. Uh, Packers, uh, Packers in the high scoring game win, uh, 37 to 30. Yeah, it's, I think, is hot. Yeah, and and you know what? I think we said it last week with Breeze. You know, I think teams are starting to see, you know what? Don't give him the, the short passes because that's really all he's got. He can't, he can't throw deep as much anymore. Breeze, he's just, mm. he's definitely not the same. I mean, he's still going to put up a bunch of yards and he's going to score a bunch of points, but I don't know. Saints are not that scary, as scary as we, as we've seen in the past. But we've also seen them lose horribly in the playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. Saints are a tough team to to gauge. You know, very tough team because they they got the offense. Defense is decent too, mm-hmm. but they're gonna lose a lot of games like this. I think when they play better. And this, and this is the question. The question is that. Um, are they because at this point you you you're asking the question if are the Colts a better playoff team now? You know I don't care what they do in the in the postseason for the last five years almost they've been great um, um, press in, um, during the season, but for postseason you know they can't they can't bring the same game. So you know and also let's be honest that they've had a little bad luck on their side too, but. But is that is it that the window is closing now, you know, for mm-hmm. them, you know, be. because they've been so good for so long. I mean, how long could you keep that, man? I mean, right. who knows? Hey, so so this is so this is interesting. Now that I'm just thinking about it, knowing my crazy crazy self, um, Breeze retire. Do you do you try to sign Dak? Yeah, why not? Throw the kitchen sink at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Why not? Still young, you know. You have Michael Thomas, got Camaro. Yeah. yeah. He can still be a playoff team, you know? Yeah, absolutely. You're talented everywhere else. Correct. <laughs> and the final, right, the final game, uh, Chiefs 34, Ravens 20. You know, like I said earlier, this was this was a statement game for one of the teams to to, to make a statement to the league and to the, to the other team that – if you're going to get to the Super Bowl, you got to get through us. And obviously, Chiefs, they're the defending Super Bowl champs, and they're playing like it right now. And I think they just kind of threw the first punch at Baltimore and said, all right, you're going to have to go through us if you, got to, if you want to get to the Super Bowl. And, I mean, Mahomes is just amazing. And they, they, got, they completely shut down Lamar Jackson, too. Mm. I, I think they kept him in the, uh, in the pocket more and yeah. throw the ball more, mm-hmm. you know. So I think other teams are going to start to see that. I'm not that it's that easy to do that, but that's definitely the way to go. To mm, yeah. I mean, until Lamar Jackson can prove that he could throw the ball accurately, consistently, teams are going to challenge him that way. So uh, there are a lot of teams that are going to be able to do that. You know, so. Yeah, I don't know. I, I know. I know. After that Charger game, it, Mahomes had to make that statement. That's that's exactly why I went with the Chiefs. You know, Mahomes is like, listen, I, don't don't expect me to do that two weeks in a row. It's not happening. <laughs> Look, you know who I am. 
so before we get into uh, the picks, uh, Chris, who uh, did you get the wins from uh, last week? Yeah, last week, um, Davin, you had the best. You had the best week. You went. You had ten wins. Sharman was second with nine, and I had only eight wins. Okay. So the standings drew the first three weeks. Um, I'm leading right now with. 14 and 9, 23, 8, 31 wins. Mm-hmm. And Sharman is second with 30 wins. Mm-hmm. And you, Davin, after a good week, you climb back in, you got 28 wins. All right. That's, that's so good. I could take that. After, after three weeks, we're all close. So Yeah, that's good. All right, so let's get to our week four picks. Uh, Colts against the Bears. That's, uh, a, that's a good game all for it. Yeah, I, I'm going to go Colts. Uh, uh, I guess I guess I could go with the Colts as well. I mean, I I just feel I just feel as uh oh Philip Rivers is starting to starting to get is starting to get the hang of of his teammates and starting to get get the feel of the game. So I I would go with the Colts as well. Um, if you dare, Sharman, uh, let us know the pick. Yeah, I think Philip Rivers is going to – I think it's going to be the Bears. I think that I think it's going to be the Bears, and I think uh, Philip Rivers is still going to be giving the ball away. So, Ooh, okay. Interesting choice. Uh, oh, another – another another. well, it's bad teams, but it's going to be a good game. Uh, Jaguars against the Bengals. You know what? I, I've seen enough of the Bengals. I, I, I think I'm going to take the Bengals. Yeah, they're they're they're. It looks like week in and week out, man. They're playing hard. They're in every game, and um, yeah, I I I say I say Bengals too. Mm. Uh, I'll I'll go with the Jags. I think I think Michigan will have a better week than last week. I'll go I'll go with the Jags. Okay. Uh, another interesting game: Browns against the Cowboys. I think it's got to be the Cowboys. They're at home. They got to win. You know, no way can they – because they, if they win some games, they're going to take this division easily because the rest of the division is just awful. And I think the Cowboys are much better than what the other three teams are. So they got to win. And the Browns have just not showed enough consistency either uh, to pick them. So I'm, I'm going to go Dallas. I think you need. I think. Uh, I think they need to bring Foxatonic Phil to to this uh, to this game because basically it's going to be deja vu. <laughs> It's gonna, it's gonna be a high-scoring game with the Cowboys losing in the last, probably on the last drive. Wow. Because the until the Cowboys could show me their defense could stop anybody, I say that the two running backs for the the Browns are gonna run all over them, and Baker Mayfield is gonna have his his choice of who to complete the ball to. So, Browns. I actually think Baker Mayfield's gonna he's gonna be a player to watch out for, and I hate to say this, but I think him and Beckham and uh, Landry is gonna be the players to watch out for, maybe even Hooper, because I think they I think Nick I think they'll try to stop Nick Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt, but I think this is gonna be Baker Mayfield's week. Um, I have the Browns winning by three points. Ah, uh, the Saints Saints against Lions. It's gotta be the Saints, right? I can't see the yep. them. <laughs> That's a, yeah, that's I don't see I don't see Breeze losing this one, so yeah, I'll go with the Saints as well. Uh, Seahawks against the Dolphins. Gotta be the Seahawks. Seahawks. Yeah, Seahawks all the way. Fist tragic will happen. Um, Chargers <laughs> against the Buccaneers. Uh, 
I'm going to go Bucks. I think they're going to get on a roll. Yep. Bucks for yeah. me, too. I have to have to go with the Bucks on this one. Uh, Ravens against the rest. I'm, I'm at, sorry. Ravens against Washington. <laughs> Gotta be yep. Ravens, man. Ravens yeah, are gonna be mad. Ravens, yeah, Ravens should win this game, hands down. Um, Cardinals against the Panthers. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Panthers. I just got a little mm. better feeling about them now, so I'm definitely mm. gonna I'll go with Carolina. Interesting. Uh, I think I'll go I'll go with Cardinals. I, I think I think Kyler Murray had a bad week. I think he can make it up this week. I, I'll I'll pick the Cardinals. Charmin. Yeah, I, I'm going with Cardinals too. Yeah, I was just thinking of Yeah, I'm going with Cardinals. Too. <laughs> it's a hard decision. Uh, this is an interesting choice right here. Uh, Vikings against the Texans. Yeah, who's going to go 0 0 4? I'm going to go Minnesota because I think what's his name is due for a big game. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. <laughs> you picking your cousin, uh, Charmin? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm picking my cousin. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I think I think they I think that offense is 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 um, with that with the kid uh, um, Jefferson. I think I think um, they could wake up. I think they're waking up. Uh, I think Cook had a better running game uh, running play too last week. That's why they performed a little better on offense. I think that's going to be a continuation this week. Hmm. So I'll I'll pick the Vikings. Uh, um. Just because the Texans did good against that Steelers defense, I'm actually going to pick the Texans to beat the Vikings. Okay. And if they beat the Vikings, the Lord Jesus, Kirk Cousins, you better, you better, you better, you better <laughs> win. You better win, because you know I'm waiting for something. Uh, Giants against the Rams. I don't even get that. Pick the Rams, we? <laughs> <laughs> you got to pick the Rams. Yeah. I guess we all pick the Rams. Yeah, we uh, all pick the Rams. Yeah. Uh. I want, I'm going to call it one of the games of the week. I'm not going to call game of the week. One of the games of the week. Uh, Patriots against the Chiefs. Man, I, I like the Patriots, but not against Kansas City. Uh, you, you, I don't see anybody beating Kansas City right now. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll pick the Chiefs, too. It's, it's, it's going to be a tough game, but, uh, I, I, yeah, they can't stop Mahomes. If the Ravens can't stop Mahomes, then – Nobody will. No. Yeah. <laughs> Bingo. Yep. That's it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's nothing the too much other, to say. <laughs> right. The other game of the week is Bills against the Raiders. Uh, That's going to be a pretty good game. Yeah. This is a tough one, but I, you know what? I think Buffalo. Yep. I pick Buffalo, Buffalo too. That's something going, man. Yeah, I'll, yep. I'll pick Buffalo. I'll, I will pick Buffalo for this one. Josh Allen is, is showing so much uh, mature greatness, you know, and it's really starting to show. So shout out, shout out to Josh Allen. I know we teased you, but I, we can't tease you. We can't tease you so this season. Uh, <laughs> Eagles against the 49ers, a Sunday night game. Man, 40, yeah. 49ers. Yeah, I hate, to, I hate to go against the <laughs> I'm gonna have to go San Fran. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going San Fran too. And then Monday Night Football, the Falcons against the Packers. Gotta Come on, this this Green Bay. Yeah, man. they choked. The yeah, they choked three times in a row. You got to pick the Packers, man. <laughs> yep. If they didn't choke, I think if they didn't choke three times, I might have went went with the Falcons because they offense is not too bad. They it's just that defense, man. Lord Jesus, they don't know how to. <sighs> 
Huff. Not, let's, let's, let's forget about it. To be honest, even their offense, too. I mean, think about I mean, it. They but they get to a hot start, Chris, and then what the hell happens afterwards? Right. Like, what I the have hell no happens? idea. That second half, you got the lead, and you got – you know what? You got you signed Gurley in the offseason. Give him the ball, man. Run the ball. I agree. And the <laughs> crazy the thing is that, that, that Matt Ryan and, and, and Redley is actually – Look at this, Brian. Eighty out of one twenty-eight, nine, uh, almost a thousand passing yards, seven touchdowns, two interceptions, and Redley got twenty-one catches, three hundred fifty yards, and four touchdown catches. Ridiculous. How many carries did uh, did Gurley have? When last week? Yeah, I'm just curious. Um, I'm not gonna you know. Give me fourteen carries, eighty yards. Only fourteen. Yeah, they gotta give him. Yeah, they gotta give him the ball. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. They gotta give him the ball because yep. Gurley. I think Gurley is coming back to his form a little bit. Than what he did with the room. They with signed the him. Use him. <laughs> you yes. You and this is a, this is a year that Gurley gambled on himself. Yeah. And the, exactly. They prove a year. You're right. You're right. Chris. Somewhat. Great. <laughs> that's it for <laughs> that's it for our <laughs> podcast. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Um, Just Fans Podcast. We do this for y'all every week. Make sure you leave some feedback and some reviews. Until next time, I'm taking flight.